Welcome to Beyond Bite Wings, the business side of dentistry, brought to you by Edwards & Associates PC. Join us as we discuss how to build your dental practice, optimize your income, and plan for your future. This podcast is distributed with the understanding that Edwards & Associates PC is not rendering legal, accounting, or professional advice. Listeners should consult with their business advisors before acting on any of the information that is shared. At Edwards & Associates PC, our business is the business of dentistry. For help or more information, visit our website at enassociates.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond Bitewings. In today's episode, we will be talking about how to oversee your business's social media accounts effectively and efficiently. And to talk further about the subject matter, we have Aaron Greger from Podgrowth. Yes. Hi, Aaron. How's it going? I'm good. It's good to be on this side of the the mic with you guys. Right? Yeah, I was so <laughs> excited. I'm like, oh yes, finally we'll have Erin on on the podcast because I, I I know I learned a lot from her and I was so happy that you know I was able to secure her for our episode so she can share her wonder, wonderful knowledge with all our listeners. All right, it's a big shoe to fill right there, but that's okay. <laughs> no, but really though, like mm-hmm. I I know. Um, uh, like social media, you know, yeah. when you hear that, it's 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 thrown out there left yeah. and right by everyone. And I think we all think we know what it is or I mean, for sure, we know the power it holds. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of us actually know how to harness that power to their advantage. Right. You know, it's like one of those things that has many attributes and you don't necessarily need all the attributes. You have to kind of figure out which of those attributes can be applied to yes. your business, to your cause. 100%. And then um, what would be the most efficient and effective way to go about it? Yeah. Right? So there has to be some planning. 100%. Right? And and that's where you come in. So, you know, so you can kind of guide us like, okay, so what should be step one? Let's say, you know, I open up a business. Yeah. And I tell myself, okay, you know what? I need to be present on social media. So how, how should I go about this? Yeah. So... Okay, so there's a couple of ways to look at it and how I explain it to clients. You've got content, mm-hmm. which is your first piece. You know, look at it as a video you see, um, written or podcast. And that's what how we connected was through mm-hmm. podcasts. So that is content and that's you create. So uh, a lot of, especially like people like Dennis or, you know, a more commodity type business, they'll be mm-hmm. like, well, what do I talk about? Well, I bet you a million bucks if you sat down and asked your staff or if asked somebody, you're going to have questions that people are always asking you about, things that people are confused about. Why Why do I need to come in every six months? Why is this recommended? All of these things. And if you made that list, that's kind of your start of what should I be talking about? And that's your content. The social media, I always describe it as if you had a car. So the content's like the body of the car, like you're, right. but it's the wheels that's the social media. So that's how it's going to get places, right? So that's how you're using social media to connect and people to find you and all those. And that's just, you know, social media from a kind of high overview. But then it's like, okay, so what what should I be talking about and all that? And the content of the questions or what makes you different? So are you nat- you know, are you more focused on natural? All right, so what are those things that people are always talking about? Well, why sh- why shouldn't I use fluoride? Well, that's a whole post right there or a you know, a co- a piece of content right there of what 
why you don't recommend using fluoride if you don't. Right. Um, why do you do less x-rays? What are the things that you, and so you're just educating your clients and mm -hmm. when they find you on social media through that content, they're like, ooh, this person gets me. I like what they have to say. And it's that whole cycle of creating what makes you stand out and then getting people to notice what makes you stand out. I, I think that's a big thing with dentists. I see especially dental practice owners is like I was telling you, mm -hmm. they hire these people that, oh, we're going to do three posts for you a week. Uh -huh. But there's no rhyme or reason behind the post. They literally take the same picture. And I know that for a fact they do this. They take the same picture and post it throughout every single person that they work for. So you're, you're not standing out at all. You're a checkbox. I see. So I think it's really important to understand how can I be obviously we're unique i feel i'm right. unique so what can i do through social media to let people know that we are different and why if there's four dentists that are across the corner from uh -huh. each other what makes us different and why you'd want to come see us okay so i do understand that you know that should be the main goal you're mm -hmm. aiming for which is mm -hmm. stand yourself out you know let the world know that yeah. you're educated and knowledgeable about a certain topic make sure it's not uh redundancy right, right. it's 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 a topic that your audience is willing to read about or listen to. But at the same time, I'm also thinking of it from the benefit standpoint of the business. Like mm -hmm. again, if I'm strictly looking at it as a tool that will help me, let's say increase my revenue mm -hmm. or you know get new patients, what should be the first stepping stone? Like, okay. you know, like should I look at, like do I, should I open up a business account on all the platforms? No, or? so you wanna, a, understand your budget. B, understand your resources from your time perspective and what mm. you're willing to do. Mm -hmm. And then really focus on, all right, where where are my clients going to be? And what are we willing to create? Are you willing to do video? Because if you are, that's going to push you more towards a TikTok or, you know, a more okay. video heavy place okay. versus if you're just, you know, wanting to do standard photos and written I wouldn't even recommend Facebook at this point, but maybe that's the playground you want to play in a little right, bit more. Right, right. So you want to understand, all right, what am I willing to do? What am I comfortable doing? Uh -huh. And then the last thing you want to be is be everywhere. And then you're not, you don't show up anywhere. Does that make sense? Okay. So you're spreading yourself thin. Now I would go lock out an account uh -huh. of every place. Like, just lock out my name maybe right. on TikTok, yep. even though I know I have no plan to use it yet. So nobody else could use it. Exactly. Right. So you can at least block that out. But then I would really focus on one, maybe two social channels that okay. you're really going to go, that you know you can post at least a couple of times a week. You know how you're going to use that. You know your clients are there too, right? Uh -huh. So where, where do I think my clients are going to be versus just trying – because this is the popular one, but focus on those two aspects and then work that, build a system around it, hire somebody to do it, whatever you want to do, and then expand okay. as you get those systems I down. See. Okay, so I like that. So focus on one or two platforms. So in other words, you know, don't uh, stretch stretch yourself thin, yeah. you know, just take in whatever is manageable mm -hmm. by you. But at the same time, now here's the thing, and this is, this is uh, again, one of those questions that I get asked, especially by my startup clients, mm -hmm. which is, okay, Ash, I went ahead and opened up an account with Instagram and TikTok, and now what do I do? You got to dance. Of course, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. So posting the content. Yeah. So, you know, they usually, you know, go look at a different dentist's profile mm -hmm. to see what they're posting, and they'll 
take ideas from there mm-hmm. and start, you know, posting stories or feeds uh, of yeah. similar nature. But and and that you're right, starts the algorithm and they start getting requests right. of follows and whatnot. Now my question to you is this initially when you're starting out, of course the algorithm of that platform hasn't quite yet figured out that you're a dentist. Yeah. It just knows that you're a new player here. You're looking for followers and you're putting out content out there that will cause people to push like or, you know, send you follows. Yeah. Now, when you're getting those follows, are you accepting all the follows or are you starting to filter them out just based off of the industry you're in? Or are you accepting all of them now and then once you grow to a certain level, that's when you do the filtering? Well, so on most of the platforms, if you can go through, you're honestly, I would just be accepting the follows that you're getting. Because mm-hmm. if they're, if you're, very specific in your content, you'll attract the right people uh, from that perspective. Now, you may get overseas people and stuff like that. I would not, that wouldn't be my worry or my focus. If you're really working on dental specific content, I would take the followers that are coming, my personal opinion. I would not panic about who's following you and who's not and trying to prune that at all. I would just focus on great content and see who you're attracting. Okay, I see, I see, all right. Now, would it matter if those followers are coming from individuals or businesses, like other businesses? Mm-mm. I would just, uh, honestly, if you're just starting out the gate and you're getting people to like you and follow you, I would keep, I would, I would keep doing what you're doing. Okay. I mean, as long as you know, like, again, it's not a bunch of people, nothing against Pakistan, but a lot of times that's a country you'll see uh-huh. or, you know, overseas of, of that. Uh-huh. As long as you're doing that, I would just keep focusing on, on the content. I, I would not worry about followers. I see. And then at the same time, I think a lot of our listeners and my clients understand that you have to work with the algorithm, Mm -hmm. right? So it's your friend, not against it. Yeah. So what are some of the tips that you may have for our listeners that can have them engage better with their social media to attract the right people by using the algorithm as their ally? So be very specific about what you're creating. Don't be all over the place. Like you want to be the more zoned in you are on what you're creating and talking about, the better the algorithm is going to understand who to put you in front of. So I think it's really important that you're not like one minute talking about cleaning teeth and then the next minute you're out fishing. And I say it's because we (laughs) we were talking about this where it was like, what's happening right now? I don't know what to expect when I come to this page or Uh because they want to know if I put you in front of someone and suggest you this is because you talk about this and they're interested in stuff like that. So um, that perspective. So that's one thing to consider. Um, Say the question again. I'm trying to think of this. No, that's actually a good point. And if you don't mind, I would like to add on to that. Because you're right. Sometimes a dentist, when they open up a TikTok account, they know that it's a business account. Mm-hmm. So initially they're posting you know, things that are related to dentistry. But then at some point they think, oh, somebody told me that I should personally try to connect with my future potential patients. So I need to put more content about me out there. Yeah. So now they're appearing in a lot of those videos. Yeah. And, and then later again, then they don't realize it. I know logically makes yeah. sense why they're doing it but it's messing up the algorithm yeah and mm-hmm. i think there's something to know like yeah i do want to know you but tell me about your or you know do funny video, but 
relate it to your practice and your business mm-hmm. versus something just totally random. Like you just want to keep in a very specific lane. Like a team or yes. clout. Yes. As they say. Yeah. Like, like every talk, single account. Yeah. Let's meet your team. Let's see behind the scenes. Like people love behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me see what's going on at your practice or what you guys do or what makes you so special. I love to see you. So uh-huh. I know it's coming, but um, maybe not you on a, you know, totally different right. or right. if you're, you know, speaking or something. And that yeah. relates to the business where you're showing your expertise and, yeah, that can relate to a big, but it's all in the dentist lane. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, it does. It does completely. And then, you know, that reminds me of this other um, topic you once mentioned to me, and that was like a revelation for me, which was, what was it called? In cross-webbing your social media platforms? In other words, it's uh, it's like, you know, let's say you have an Instagram account for your business, but then in the profile section where you describe what this business is mm-hmm. about, maybe insert a link to your website or maybe yeah. to your TikTok. Yeah. You always want to be driving to your website. I think that's a really key, key point. So if you're making, you know, if you're doing posts, blog posts, podcasts, videos, whatever, mm-hmm. you want to have that live on your website because you always want to have a home for several reasons. A, just happened to somebody the other day. I just lost my Instagram. Like my whole business is on Instagram and they just banned me for no reason. And I have no idea how to get this back. Mm-hmm. So you always want, you're sending people back to that home site for just in case. Second, SEO purposes. So if you're Mm. building content or videos, you want to be able to utilize that content and get SEO from it. Three, just in case you want to pixel or run ads to people, you want to understand who's coming to your website and who's like, are they, are you converting them? Or can I find more of these types of people who are coming here? So ultimately you definitely always want to be through all your social, you're pushing them to your website or maybe even, you know, like we've talked about this and and what you guys do is like, here's a blip of the content. Like here's a Mm. minute clip of our podcast. If you want to listen to the whole thing, go back to the website and listen. And that's why you're pushing them back to that place so you have that that home that you always want them going to that you own that right. you can hey if i want to make sure I've, i i want to get their email mm-hmm. or i want to do something else so i can follow up with them hey you're here loving our content we'll give you 50 dollars off your your first visit or you know you can drive all of that through your website so you definitely want to be everything clicks back uh yes that makes sense. And again, when you first told me that, I was like, oh, it was like a light bulb moment. Like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> and it, it just sounds like it should be common sense, but it really isn't. Yeah. You don't think of <laughs> Not that. Not for accountants. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you don't think of that until, you know, you've got this great group of people built up and it happens, all, especially with Facebook right now, like they'll just pull the plug on you. If their bot suspects anything, they'll pull the plug on you and you're... Or like you'll get yeah. hacked or whatever. And it is really hard unless you know someone at Facebook to get your stuff back. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and I personally know that pain because I once had an Instagram account with over 10,000 followers. It was gone because uh, apparently the pictures I was posting didn't match my original. I'm like, I'm just keeping a beard now. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It crazy. It's all bot driven. Like there's yeah. nobody mm-hmm. with common sense making that decision usually yeah but it's all like well but but plug this in oh didn't fit out yeah yeah it's Mm. crazy i even remember like going to their appeal page i did all those things like take a picture of the id take a picture of yourself do a 360 circle send it over write a letter nothing yeah no i actually had this is sidebar but Uh i was running ads for a company 
and they had had another person who had been running ads for them too. Mm -hmm. um, they had not deleted them from the account. That person got hacked. And because I was tied to this company, they banned everything, all my ad, like all everything. Like uh. they pulled the plug on our ads account. So it's <laughs> just luckily that same week I had somebody coming in from like she was higher up at Facebook and she was going to do a podcast with us. And I was like, hey, sidebar, <laughs> you know anybody <laughs> that can help who me. can help me out here? She's like, yep, give me your information. And that's yeah, that was oh, how wow. but it was because I knew somebody that I got it all back. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, you know, I'm yeah. happy for you. <laughs> yes. So, no, you, but so you know like somebody that. high up at Facebook. Uh, yeah, I can all reach right. out if I need to. Make note yes. of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good oh, to know goodness. people. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think you raised a good point by mentioning that, is that, you know, your website is something you own, but mm -hmm. these social media platforms, you're not the owner of it. No. You may have an account there, and yes, it's a business account, but like you said, it can be shut down, closed out. Yeah. You know, something that's beyond your control. Now, exactly. I, I doubt everyone knows someone at Facebook or the other major platforms. Yeah. So, you know, for what was easy for you to gain back may not be so easy for others to gain back. So, exactly. You know, just to be on the safer side, you interlink them. Yeah. I actually don't know the proper term. Just I'm make sure you're always like your website is always on like linked on throughout all your social. Right, right, right. So you can drive people back. Right, right. So okay. you're really trying to use social media to drive business to your website. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What platforms, is there a platform or two that you would recommend over others to use? Yeah, well, so it's going to depend on what your what your content type is. And well, like, like for our clients, the dentist. Yeah, but I mean, if you're willing to do video, like uh, TikTok is really great right now for if you're willing to do some video. And you don't have to dance. Like a lot, that's like a misconception. <laughs> what were you like, saying? Like I just have to dance. Dancing dentist. But there's a lot of stuff on there that you can, you know, again, if you're willing just to shoot the videos, mostly some people do some images, but overall, if you're willing to get in front of a camera, your staff's willing to get in front of a camera and you can use that, utilize that stuff. TikTok is great. Like even I was just telling Gage um, before this, Facebook Reels right now yes, and Instagram Reels. So they are trying to compete hardcore and mm -hmm. where you could not get much reach on a Facebook post without spending money a couple of years ago, we're seeing huge riding on those mm. because of they're trying to compete. So again, if you're willing to get comfortable in front of video and it's just like, hey, um, you know, this is what you need to know about X or it doesn't have to be overcomplicated or let me show you some behind the scenes or whatever it is, that vertical video, right. you can get a lot. So if you're willing to do that, I would say, you know, get on the tick, get on TikTok, get on post on Facebook Reel and Instagram, link those so they're going out and build that way. If you're not so comfortable, I mean, I don't know if I can recommend Facebook at this point without it. it the other thing you're going to want to think about, too, are you going to be ad spending, right? So if you think you're going to use Facebook ads as a way to grow, then you're definitely going to want to have a page and start putting some substance behind that because people are going to click your ad and go, who is this person? Oh, they've got some presence. They've got that. So that would be another thing as you're comparing your paid medium, mm -hmm. um, paid media, where are you going to be paying to that? And then that's going to be a source you're going to want to build up to. But I would say if you're willing to do video, you know, pop it on Instagram, pop it on Facebook and pop it on uh, TikTok. Well, and what about TikTok? Everybody's talking about it's going to be banned because of the foreign ownership. Is that going to happen? I don't I, I don't, don't see it happening. So. Yeah. Okay. There's too many users on it right yeah. now. I mean, it's, it's, it's in the news every day. Yeah. 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 
I think there's too many people making money off of it, to be honest with it, to be banned, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I personally don't foresee it. But uh, going back to TikTok, since both of Mm -hmm. you guys mentioned it, um, big question for you. The video that Mm -hmm. you talked about that's going to get posted, should it be educational or should it be in line with the current trends? So... You can utilize the current trends to make it educational. So if there's like a um, okay. if there's a trend happening, like you can have fun with it from mm-hmm. a dental office perspective. And you know, I can think of the one. This is it's been a, a minute for this one, but it was like the it was you put the uh, something in the glass and it was like this microwave thing. And it was this person super confused about, you know, how, what they, they didn't understand. And it was like this funny thing. I mean, you could even do, you could do something at the dental office trying to explain something to somebody and they're not getting it. Like, this is what your insurance is going to pay for. And they're like, what? I don't get, you know what I mean? Like you could Uh have fun with uh that. Don't just only do trends though. I would do some educational content, some content, and then pick up on a trend here and there Uh and utilize that. But like, You know, if there's music ones or you know whatever, right, I would right. I would sprinkle in a few because you're going to want to ride with that. But again, make it relevant to the dental office. Okay, okay, good point, good point. All right, I'm drawing yeah. a blank on all the the um, I know I'm, on I'm, all I'm, the different like challenges and stuff. But there's definitely a way you could you could pertain each one to right. Uh, like in my mind, I don't know why, and this is a really old trend. I'm like the ice bucket challenge. I'm like, yeah, oh, that was a <laughs> but way you back. could do yeah. That was like 2020, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm coming up with ones too. I'm like, oh. Oh, but yeah, I mean, there's just so many. If you're finding stuff that's trending, like you can apply uh-huh. it to your business. Okay, okay, good, good, good. And then I know we talked about the social media and how important it is and how what you should be doing, mm-hmm. again, on a, on a very overarching level. But now let's talk about actually going about it or implementing mm-hmm. it, right? What do you think is a fair amount of time to spend or to put in to social media management Per week or per month. Yeah, so I would. I always like to do the rule of like an hour a day. Okay. So, you know, an hour planning your content, and, and you can just do an hour creating content. Like, especially if you're just going to do videos mm-hmm. or something. Like, you can do. Or what I would probably do is like I would have something that's going up on my website personally, like once a week, even mm-hmm. just so I can drive that, and then utilizing that to be part of my social. So maybe I'm writing an article about X. And then my social is going to align with that, right? So maybe we're doing some videos on that or something along those lines. So like an hour for um, creation, an hour for planning, an hour for the actual like posting of it. Mm-hmm. It takes more time than yes. you think it's yes. going to just writing up the posts and publishing them. And then, you know, you do want to spend time and make time aside for are people commenting on your stuff? Right. Are people engaging with you? Mm-hmm. That's going to help your algorithm mm-hmm. if you're replying back to them and, you know, you're you're actually conversing with them and mm-hmm. thanking them and being a part of that. So you want to have somebody dedicated for that. And the other side, too, and I didn't mention this, I would utilize, and this may be where Facebook plays, too, are reviews. Like, are they leaving reviews through social media? Are they talking about that, encouraging people to review you? And again, that's going to help the algorithm for you. But I would... I would be spe- making sure that's part of your time spent too. Okay. okay. Maybe you maybe won't use the full hour if you're not doing like extensive podcasts or stuff like that. But I think if you can just kind of brace that aside or have somebody from your staff that's part of what they do, that would help too. Does the size of the business uh, help determine the amount of time you'd spend on social media? 
I don't think so. Okay. I think I mean if you have several offices that you're trying to manage different for, that could depend on it. If you okay. if it's all if it's not under one umbrella and you've got different um po- or profiles for Operating each names. one. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's just really about just really having a plan in place like okay, and I think when you when you start thinking about content another way, you start noticing like, oh, this would be a good post or you have a good conversation right. with somebody. You're like, ah, oh, we should have recorded this, right? But you start thinking of it like when the client comes in and asks you something, you're like, or a patient, you're like, oh yeah, you know what? You just kind of get your staff to jot that stuff down and then you can start planning out around it like, okay. and have fun with it too. I think people get really stiff or I have to, I'm a dentist, so I have to be professional <laughs> and perfect, right? And it's like- Or, or accountants. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like, have fun with it. Like, let people see your silly side. Like, I noticed this when live video first started coming out it was Periscope through Twitter. And I would spend hours prior to this a day taking over, take, like, for a five minute video just to make it perfect, right? Like, my hair wasn't right, my lips, whatever. And then when live video came out, all of a sudden it would just be like, oh, I, I just had this thought. Let me tell you. And those videos were way better than my overproduced three-hour <laughs> thing that I cut down to five minutes. So the more you are willing to be yourself, the more people will relate to that. And again, in a commodity-type business, that's what's going to get people to you know, drive to see you or, you know, like I always talk about my husband. He's a, a, a chiropractor. None of his patients live across the street. They drive from Arkansas. They drive in from the border. They fly in to see him because he's he's so specialized and they understand that and they like him and know him. And I think there's opportunity with all those types. Like what makes you stand out and embrace that? Mm. Don't try to be like everybody else. I love that. But you can yeah. look at other profiles for reference. A hundred percent. But what's okay. your spin on it? Or what right. would you do? You right. know, like right. what's your story behind? Like they're talking about X. Well, we I could talk about X, but I've got a really great patient story behind that or mm-hmm. something. Like put your mm-hmm. own spin on everything. And just don't feel like if you're not naturally like a I'm a buttoned up person, I'm super serious. If you're fun and that's your yeah. you're not gonna apply to everybody, like that's fine, but let those people who see you get attracted to you from that perspective. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, I do. I mean, you can't make everyone happy, but no. at least, you know, you can relate to the people yeah. that you can connect to yeah. or you're comfortable with. And there's going to be people who just want, like, again, check, they just want their dentist and they don't care. But then there's going to be people who are like, you know, I'm willing to drive five to 10 extra right, miles because right. I want my kids to see you or, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right, you, right. I know you really work well with kids. I can tell. And I really want Johnny to come see you. Uh-huh. So we're going to make that extra trip. Right. Makes sense. Now, another question for you. Mm-hmm. You said it's also important for uh, someone to be interactive with the mm-hmm. people that are, you know, uh, trying to connect yeah. with you, either by leaving comments or liking whatever you're putting out there. How long can that dedicated person who's been hired to mm-hmm. help with this wait to respond? Like, in other words, does it have to be immediately responded to? You don't to? have to be immediate. I mean, I would say even if you're just setting aside, you know, 10, 15 minutes every other day or something just uh-huh. for this. Like, uh-huh. obviously, like, like in on LinkedIn, that um, that immediateness is more important, mm-hmm. right? Because that's, I'm letting that, that first hour is really mm-hmm. crucial with a LinkedIn, so you're trying to get it to ride. Where some of these <laughs> other platforms, you just don't want them, yes, it helps the algorithm, but you really want to just acknowledge that person too and just right. be like, thank you so much, or we're so glad you had a great experience with this. Right, but right. I wouldn't, 
like you have to be sitting on social media. Uh-huh. So as soon as that comment pops up, you can reply. But just make a conscious effort a couple of times a week that somebody's going in and doing that. Okay. So not every 24 hours or anything like a couple yeah, times a week. Yeah, I think a couple fair. times a week is I mean unless you're like everybody's commenting on your uh-huh. stuff like and you that does become more of a f- sure but I can't see where you know a lot of I people see. are going to be like I see, I see, sitting I see. there all day so okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. And so are there any risks to a business using social media? Well, there's risks, like I said, from the perspective of, you know, just getting shut down if you, but you just got to be very careful about, I would not get into controversial topics personally. Um, I know even like, like during COVID times, if a dentist was talking about natural or something Mm -hmm. like that could have triggered some things. I think you have to be careful though of, um, you know, your staff, make sure if your staff is going to be on social media that they're saying the things you want them to say and they're representing you as you want them to. So if they're shooting videos, I think you do have to be careful of that. But overall, I think if you keep it in a professional lane and, you know, post in a way to, to drive clients, I think you're, you're better off now for somebody like my husband, as an example, for a chiropractor, the state of Texas is very tough on chiropractors Mm. and he has to be much more cautious of what he says Mm. on there. So, understand like your board guidelines like can you diagnose can you do certain stuff like that you, if you have to be very careful about mm-hmm. what you're saying be aware of those things but for a lot of businesses that won't necessarily yeah. apply and i know for our clients it would be hipaa you have to be very careful yeah. that yeah. you're getting uh, consent or you're not sharing personal information right. with the patient especially if you're trying to post yeah. something that you did to that patient like a procedure yes um so yes depending on what your profession is, what your guidelines are by the board, you have to be cognizant of that. But I would like to go back to that. So this, you're right. In today's day and age, you know, where everyone can access social media Mm -hmm. and, you know, with different people, with their different biases, how can you be 100% sure that what you're posting out there is not going to be a trigger for someone? I, well, I mean, I think... (laughs) I think in these days, I mean, I know I'm going to sound heartless when I say this, but I feel like anything can trigger anyone at this point. Uh I mean, I think at this point you have to do the best you can and be aware you're not going to be 100%. Like I just listened to, it was a book called Believe It by Jamie Kern Lee, I believe her name is. Uh And she was talking about how she always felt she was... Her whole mission and her business and what she talked about was inclusivity of everyone, right? Like she really felt like she thought about the women in the beauty industry that they never thought about before, heavier women, whatever, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And women with, uh, she had a skin issue. Mm -hmm. So she was like so proud of herself for being inclusive to all kinds. And then she said something about how proud of herself she was at the speech and she got berated because people were just like, you're not inclusive. You didn't include this people and this people and this people. And I think as long as you're open, and again, most dentists are not going to be in this, you know, dental practice owners are Mm -hmm. not going to be in this situation, but be open and honest, like, and say, okay, I don't know what I did wrong there. Like, I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm always worried about hurting someone's or offending or whatever, because I, it's just pure ignorance. It's not because I'm trying to be mean. It's just pure ignorance, you uh-huh. know, and that happens. So I think do the best you can. And then if something comes up, address it and just say, okay, uh-huh. I, you know, I'll do better or whatever it is. But I just think you have to go and be yourself as much as possible and just know there could be, Wild you just never know. Yeah, yeah, right, right. yeah. I mean, be like, obviously, don't, yeah. you know, don't go crazy. Like, you know, 
yeah. be careful of political stuff. We don't have to go there. Like, who you right, feel it. Right, but right. I mean, but if that's what you want and that's what you want people to be attracted <laughs> to, then go for it. But more right. than likely, it's just stuff you want to not not go into. Right, right, right. So I think, you know, that's where sometimes people struggle with is that, okay, how can I be myself? Because I know some of the things, values I have or how I look at things may be, you know. Right. Offensive uh, to offensive someone. Offensive or personal. argued for. Yeah. You know, so how can I do that? Yeah. So I think you have to find a balance, right? You Where do. you can still have your voice. Like, for instance, let's say if the elections are coming up, say go vote. Yeah. But don't say go Democrats or go yeah. Republicans. Yeah. So you have to find that way. Like, it's like, okay, I need to send the message across that I want people to go and vote. But yeah. at the same time, you cannot. You, you have to be careful yeah. of, you know, to the best of your ability. Right. To not, let's say, offend. Try to influence people. or offend. Yeah. 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 Right, right, right. And like for dentists, like I know, and I talk to this because we go for more natural dentists. I know there's probably dentists out there that talk about you shouldn't do these things or we want a more. And there's other people that roll their eyes at it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're ridiculous. And, but that's something that obviously is important to you. And yes, you might offend somebody by saying you should, mm-hmm. I don't believe you should do this, you know, mm-hmm. as a, as a practice. And, and, but know that that's what you stand for and that's what's important. And there's mm-hmm. going to be people who call you a quack and call you crazy, but there's mm-hmm. going to be people who are like, I will go to this person because of their beliefs. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're also saying that it also depends on how firm those beliefs are. I don't even think it's firm, but I think if that's what's like, in something like that, that's embedded in your company, right? Okay. Like that's, you are pract- you are saying we are a natural type like a holistic dentist. dental practice. Yes, a holistic dental practice. Like that yeah. is important to us. So in the, in something like that, like that's what you're putting a stake in the ground for because mm-hmm. that's what your practice is about. Mm-hmm. I think you may get, you know, realize you may if you're going against the grain a little bit, you may get called out, but that's who you are and that's right, 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 that's right, right. that's okay. In my eyes, that's okay. I see. So you are catering to a certain demographic, right. but you know, you're not so much offending the other right. group. Maybe they're offended. Who knows? But uh-huh. at that point, you got to you, you got to move on and say sorry, <laughs> but I can't please everybody. And don't come to my dental practice. <laughs> I see, I see, I see, I see. So then, what I'm also hearing is that you know, if you have decided to, let's say, employ help in this mm-hmm. area, it's important that you voice what yes. your beliefs are, yeah. where you come from, what image you're trying try to trying to you know take on yeah, with what, your business, what your values, what your beliefs are, and make sure they're aligning with that as they mm-hmm. post. Mm-hmm. So that the person who's going to help you can understand that and, you know, try to lay down your vision yep. for you on, yep. on your behalf. Yeah. And you can be specific and say, we don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religion. We don't talk about, like, there's right, nothing right. wrong with being right, super right, specific, right right. right? right, right, right. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. So those were all the questions I had. Okay. Now, uh, did you have some tips for our clients? I would just say, honestly, like I said, the biggest thing is like, don't get overwhelmed with trying to be everywhere. Just start small, like start small and get your groove down and you can always expand. And the other one is just there's don't try. Don't do what everyone else is doing. Really try to stand out. Yes, there's something to say. Okay, I got my three Facebook posts this week. Yay me. But if it looks like everybody else, if it does what everybody else is doing, like just try to find find those things that make you different and highlight those. One thing you, you mentioned a while ago was set a budget in terms of time. Yeah. What about in terms of dollars? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's a that's a good question. There's it can range so much uh, from like I know there's people that just charge a couple hundred a month and they those are the sta- you know they're doing their standard posts. I think you wanna if they're gonna help you with the strategy, if they're gonna help you with a lot more than just posting, you're gonna pay in the thousands for stuff like that. I would say understand your overall strategy. Is this going to be, are you going to be running ads to it? Because that's going to add to your budget. And I, it's a hard question to say you should pay $500 a month. Boom, right? Because there's so many aspects to it. But I would say have somebody helping you with just with a strategy more than just a post. And you're going to pay a little bit money more money for that. But that's going to get you further. The other one just it's not going to do much for you. So push a little where they're coming into your practice and shooting or taking exclusive stuff for your practice, photos of your practice. That's going to cost more, but that's going to go further. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So it's an investment expense, not so much a maintenance expense. Exactly. Exactly. And so think of things too, like just because your social doesn't necessarily, you know, well, I spent $1,000 in social media this month. And one client didn't come directly from it, so I'm going to quit, right? A, it takes time. B, it's this overall, are you top of mind type of deal. Like those things, you, it, they're harder to equate to a dollar, but somebody just saw you, posted it. And then again, it's going to be really important from the ads perspective. As people go to your page, they're going to want to see that activeness, and that's going to help drive more money too. That's true. That's true. Okay. Agree. Great. Great Good information. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much, Aaron, (laughs) for being on our show. Finally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to Beyond by Wings on your favorite podcast platform. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Or reach out to us on our website. You can also shoot us an email at info at eandassociates.com. 